will fix you. Hello, and welcome to We Will Fix You, a podcast-shaped object with many of the tastes and smells of a podcast, but that is somehow uncannily not quite the podcast you had in mind. It's haunting. And haunting us tonight, Mr. H.J. Doom. Three lovable urchins in a trench coat pretending to be a real grown-up. There's Clary Maguire, who confers plus three to dexterity. And of course, Mr. Dave Convery. The last blimp captain, coming for you with a harpoon. You sky whale! Good evening. Yes. And if you would like us to harpoon you some knowledge from amidst the clouds of uncertainty. You can write to us at wewillfixyoushow at gmail.com or anonymously using a technology box at hauntedphonograph.com. Our question today. My partner had an abusive childhood, physical and emotional neglect and is currently in therapy to ensure that he is able to minimize the effect this has on our own small children. I'm incredibly proud of him and it's going great. As part of this, he's practicing consciously saying the kind of things he never learned to as a child. Everyday gestures of affection and concern. Wow, that must have been really tough. Good for you, etc. Again, I am incredibly proud. My question is, what do I say in response to these things? In all my other close adult relationships, they're almost background noise. Our little signifiers that mama or daddy or best friend is there for you. Acknowledge or not, as circumstances dictate. But what do you say to an adult Praise them for using their words without patronising them. Mr. H.J. Doom. <sighs> well, I think it is the dream of every mother or father to give their children a very different set of crippling psychological problems than the ones their parents gave them. And we all crave the validation of our loved ones, with the possible exception of Jacob Rees-Mogg, who craves the blood of the innocent. But therapy can be hard. It can be lengthy. It can often feel thankless or even hopeless. The road to psychological well-being is, is rife with relapse and moments of profound self-doubt. It, it can be an intensely private battle with your own worst impulses. And that means it can be really tough to watch for well-meaning loved ones who want to be able to both help when things are bad. And as in this case, when hard work and determination leads to some kind of visible change in behaviour and demeanour. What your partner is likely to be needing is reassurance and positive reinforcement, the recognition that he is making progress towards some better way of being. But how to provide that sense that his efforts at self-improvement are being noticed and appreciated without subtly infantilizing him? Well... What is one thing that children can't do that adults can? Drink alcohol, you say. That's right, I say. Ergo, 
if you reward him with booze, you are objectively safe from any accusations that you're treating him as a child. Offer him a shot of vodka every time he uses his words and provides emotional support and validation to you and friends, your, your children. This will provide immediate positive feedback and a sense of personal well-being that alcohol alone is capable of providing. One secondary advantage of this method is that drunk people are often much more emotionally open than they would be usually, so as well as setting up a happy little feedback loop to reinforce his good behaviour, you'll be lowering his inhibitions, which will help him open up even more. You're not just helping, you're super helping. You may be tempted to leave the actual vodka until the end of the day, say when the children have gone to bed, and I would say that you must resist this impulse. Positive reinforcement works better when it's delivered immediately after the target behaviour. It's been shown in studies. Obviously, there are some risks, especially when you're in charge of small humans who have a regrettable combination of mindless enthusiasm and profound stupidity that often leads to hazard. On the other hand, many reputable psychologists believe that cosseting children too closely can damage their mental resilience and increase their vulnerability later in life. It may be that abandoning your children to be sick behind a bush is actually parenting of the very highest calibre. You may also, quite naturally, feel some sense of jealousy at your partner being consistently pissed so long as he displays an appropriate range of emotional expression. And jealousy can be terrible for a relationship, and whenever you need set out to help someone, you really do need to make sure that you're looking after yourself as well. The self-care song is practically the national anthem of We Will Fix You. I think, therefore, it's perfectly reasonable to reward yourself in some small way for the support that you're offering at the time that you're offering it, and I would suggest that a shot of vodka would fit the bill nicely. Not only will you be helping your partner to be the best person that they can be, there's also the wonderful addition of offering your children a salutary lesson in the dangers of alcoholism, which they can take with them into adulthood in the event that they survive your increasingly confused and laissez-faire efforts to parent them. A veritable shot in the arm. Clary. My answer is actually quite similar to my colleague, albeit possibly less physically damaging over the long run. You titled your letter, A Little Problem from a Big Place. I'm going to take that on face value. I'm, I'm not going to second guess or approach any of the other things that are implied by what you said. I'm just going to answer what you asked us about, um, which is actually a situation that our household has, has had to deal with almost, almost identically. Uh, we, we don't have children. There's been a very, very similar situation of childhood neglect and adult therapy. I would say that, quite understandably, you're overthinking it. Uh, you're worrying that what you say will be glib or uh, it will ring false. Well, glib and ring false are almost the same thing. But it, you're, you're worrying that what you say will not convey the actual emotions you feel and that that will somehow be destructive to be honest that, that that's something you can almost completely discard all you really need to be doing is you need to be providing something that is a reinforcement and a reassurance all you are doing is taking care not to patronize because you don't want to 
make them feel that they are lacking something. So that's why you want to avoid patronizing them. Uh, but other than that, really all you are doing is providing a noise that says it's right. You did what you were trying to do. You didn't fuck it up. You didn't make it worse. Uh, one thing we found very, very useful in our house was the phrase that was a good thing to hear and a good thing to say. That's a very self-help wanky phrase. That's almost a play school phrase, but it's straightforward and it becomes noise really quickly. It becomes the equivalent, the verbal equivalent of hitting the little button that says, that was good, that was correct. And really, that's all you're needing to do. Over time, once that's working, everything gets a bit more kind of adult and complex. But at the moment, all you're doing is hitting that feedback button for them and uh, reassuring them that they are not massively fucking up every time they say, are you okay? Oh, that must have been rough, etc., etc., etc. Mr. Convery. Look, this all seems very serious, but someone on this show, every episode, has to do the light-hearted answer where they clearly didn't have any time to do any research, so they just came up with a shit joke and ran with it for four paragraphs of notes. Someone's got to do it. So here I am, stepping up to the plate, swinging for the end zone, all that good stuff. Some jokes. Some jokes about your partner's abusive childhood and how you raise your children. I'm your guy for that. I'm your guy for those jokes. So how about you get them a big cookie and on that you ice it so it says, thank you for not passing on cross-generational trauma to our children, except via epigenetic change and the jury's still out as to how much effect that will have given the circumstances. I really appreciate it and I think they will too given time. If you live uh, near one of the larger branches of Millie's Cookies, they will probably do a 14 inch cookie, in which case you can add it's a credit to you that you can be aware of the behaviours that have been ingrained in you and still act against them for the good of all. Um, you might have to make a couple of calls to Millie's Cookies um, to sort that one out. They can be a little bit fussy. Some of them won't believe you when you call. And none of the branches that I checked with had a particularly strong understanding of epigenetics. Alternatively, you can express very general appreciation about how your partner raises your children alongside you without patting them on the head for the specifics or saying, you know, you've done a good thing because you didn't, you know, call our child little bastard face. Just say you're so good with little Magog, that sort of thing. It'd be fine. Peace out. Well, positive feedback for all. A giant loop of reinforcement. An echoing, squalling crash through the speaker stacks of neurosis as we strum the guitar of advice. And, and if you too would like us to make such overtures, you can write to us at we will fix you show at gmail.com. Or why not follow us on the Twitter, where we are 
at we will fix you. It was a sneeze and not an orgasm, I apologise. You'll know if I orgasm, there's a lot more crying. <laughs>